0: This is the first Season 2 broadcast of Indie Radio. This is broadcast 19, and we're excited to be back on air. Indie Radio is an indie game development talk show, which is here to bring you interviews with both large and lesser-known developers, recap the latest news, debate about topics in indie gaming, and give you some tips and tricks for your journey into programming. I'm your host, Brett Hudson, broadcasting live from the Midwest United States.
1: I'm one of the co-hosts who Brett abuses on a regular basis, Ian, and I'm broadcasting from the East Coast of the United States.
2: Uh, I'm Mike. I'm also a co-host. I'm less abused, but I'm not going to say I'm not. And I'm also from the east coast of the United States.
1: Somebody save us.
2: <laughs> Alright, and then we have a special guest today, Rami from
0: Vlambeer. Hey, I'm uh, Rami, and I'm calling from the Netherlands. <laughs> Yep, uh, this is our first live interview which is really exciting We're actually going to do that first today instead of the news And we also have Luke Escude, is that how you say it? Escude, uh, yeah, I'm okay.
2: from Dallas, Texas everybody
0: Yep, and uh, he's going to be joining us in our discussion with Soap about SOPA and in the indie games world Alright, um, we're going to do a short little 20 second break And then we're going to start on the interview Alright, um... There some... That's we're playing a 30 seconds,
1: seconds of Silence? Yep, 30 uh, Seconds of like Silence.
0: It? I love when computers this don't work. Favorite, All right, uh,
2: song, in case you haven't noticed.
0: Mu- the music. Simon and Garfunkel
2: here, Sounds of Silence. <laughs> what do you mean you don't love it?
0: Alright, um... We're gonna pretend that there was music playing there. It's a bad start. Alright, um... <laughs> well, this is our Vlambeer interview. Rami is one of the two developers over at uh, Vlambeer. Uh, the other developer is JW, but um, due to some circumstances, he's not able to come here today because Rami's at home.
1: Rami is more awesome. Mm
0: -hmm. uh, We wouldn't really want JW anyway, so... (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Alright, so, uh, Rami, how long was Super Cratebox for the iOS in development? Uh,
3: Super Cratebox iOS, well, uh, of course, you have to consider that we have been working on Super Cratebox for way longer. That game was out on PC and Mac as freeware way before the iOS version came out. And I think we started working on it with Alfbot, the iOS version, mm-hmm. six months ago? Probably six months ago, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Um. Um, and for those people that don't know, uh, Super Crate Box is a really popular indie game created by Vlambeer, and they just recently released it to the iOS on January 5th, right?
3: Yeah, it released on January 5th. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were originally... Like, the original idea was for the, the, the iOS version to take two months or something to develop. But uh, we found out that refining the controls took a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And um, in the end... and and between that and the entire uh, ridiculous fishing problem with the game being cloned, mm-hmm.
2: oh, uh, yeah.
3: it took way longer. We, we play tested that super crate box to, to ridiculous levels to make sure those controls worked and we found out that keeping refining the controls actually m- kept making the game better, so we just kept refining them until they were really good.
2: And I gotta tell you, they are really good I have been scoring higher and higher ever since I've started playing on iOS Well, thank you
0: Yeah, I saw my little brother's iPod And uh, forced him to download the game just so I could play it And it is (laughs) really fun Alright, in our last interview with you Yes, guys, um, this is our first, second interview with a person which is
1: First, second interview? Yeah, that's not
0: confusing at all No, not at all (laughs) <laughs> um, well, in the previous interview we had with you um, You mentioned that no game is ever Worth just a dollar Why did you choose a dollar for this one?
3: Um, the the thing is With iOS is that One of the uh, main issues On the platform is visibility
4: mm-hmm.
3: So you need to um, To reach a certain amount of people With the game To um, reach more people And what we really wanted to do With SuperCrateBox iOS Besides it being fan service was to reach as many new people as possible to let them see that something like Super Crate Box can actually be really fun. Mm-hmm. So we went with the um, let's get as much reach as possible, reach as many people as we can, and uh, if you'd look at this point, uh, the game is actually back to its normal price of uh, $2 again.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, I would say that it's selling well because I looked over at the top apps... In the U.S. and it was it was on the uh, list. I think it was fourth or third or something. So it did.
3: Yeah. It, it, yeah. I, it, oh, sorry. <laughs> you, uh, I did really well. We we were uh, it reached a lot of new people and we've been getting a lot of emails from people that um, uh, told us how they liked the game or what they didn't like and it's it's really cool to go into discussion with people about um, uh, what we believe. Uh, super great Box stands for which is a minimalist pure gameplay experience
2: now i've been watching it on the um on the top selling list and it has been you know even on the overall top selling list it has been pretty high how has it been you know affecting the selling of the game just to see it that high up on the overall leaderboards affecting the sales
3: um, well, the the funny thing about iOS is that the amount of uh, money you would make isn't um, um, is is pretty exponential. Um, so, so up until like the top twenty, top ten, peop- uh, uh, spots on the top overall, it's pretty really, pretty. It's really, I mean, it paid all our costs, and that's the most important thing at this point. Um, but it's really funny to see how, how small of a percentage of all the iOS apps being released actually makes any profit at all.
0: Oh, wow. So, I remember you guys got a really big shock when you found out that the 40 million crates goal had been um, <laughs> reached. How long did you think that it would take?
3: Well, we had, we had uh, the stats of the PC version, so we checked into that, and 5 million crates took about two weeks, and 40 million took us about half a year.
0: And you guys reached it in like two days, right?
3: Uh, we reached 5 million in two days on iOS and 40 million in two weeks. Oh, my God. I actually pulled yeah. an all-nighter to play the game just to help raise the crate count. <laughs> <laughs> well, we I have to admit, we were, we were super overwhelmed with how much the game has been played, and, and that really encouraged us to, to keep going at, at iOS development, just knowing that we can reach more people with what we want to... We want to tell, what we want to tell through our games um, So um, the, the thing is that we You know, we have those updates planned At fi- 5 and 40 million And um, Yeah, we've been pretty overwhelmed So we've been pulling a lot of all-nighters To make sure those updates come out As soon as possible And we'll, we'll be submitting the 40 million update On Monday joy <laughs> i have the week off i'll be playing that constantly
2: i'll tell you right now <laughs> yeah i'm monday
0: and tuesday off so, so maybe i'll steal my brother's ipod while he's sleeping or something
2: i have a uh, pretty good question now um when you were working on super crate box ios i know with uh the radical fishing port ridiculous fishing you decided to go with a different art style
3: why didn't you decide to do that with super crate box Super Crate Box art style um, the, the difference between art style and radical fishing and Super Crate Box is that with Super Crate Box we actually had a clue what we were doing with the art um, Super Crate Box is really binary in art um, it's it's square, it's pixels and it is that way because that way it's completely clear whether you shoot an enemy or whether the bullet goes over by one pixel or two pixels mm. well, it's, it's, it's I get what you're saying. So basically,
2: because it w- would refine the gameplay very much if the graphics were not minimalistic, but were in that style. And I got to say that uh, playing the game, it definitely made me reminisce about playing the old arcade games and Super Nintendo games that I used to play when I was a kid.
3: Yeah, the 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 point with ArtSaw is really that it's about um, letting the play the player see how the game works. Uh, it's it's not like fuzzy. Semi, semi pretty 3D graphics or something. It's 2D, and either you shoot the enemy and you hit it by that one pixel, or you shoot it, or you don't shoot it and it goes over by one pixel. It's just we wanted to make sure that the way the game works trans uh, it communicates as good as possible. While with radical fishing um, and ridiculous fishing, those games are more casual and and less about precision and more about. Um, um progression, I suppose mm-hmm. All right, well. so we could we could refine that art and we got Greg woolwind who um, did uh, Solipskier and recently released uh puzzle juice with some others um and he has been doing some pretty amazing art for ridiculous reasons. we we were super we were super happy with the first he send and We've been working on Ridiculous Fishing for the past few weeks, um, like, full-time again, and it's been so much fun to see the game.
0: Awesome. Um, my, my next question was, are you satisfied with how well the game is currently selling? But that's obviously a yes, so... Um,
3: yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, the next question is, what was the biggest difficulty according porting to iOS, and how did you overcome
3: it? The biggest difficulty actually was wasn't um, so much iOS; it was the PC version. Um, because um, when we go to Super Box, um, we weren't as um, clean with code as we should have been. <laughs> um, so when we went back to the Super Crate Box to go to check out um, how the game worked, um, that was pretty. Discouraging, I suppose. <laughs> uh, it, it was a total mess, and um, getting all those uh, details and nuance of, of, of Super Credit Box and the subtle little things, um, uh, getting all those out of that code and into the iOS version was a, a lot of work. And besides that, um, of course, the controls were the um, the main problem, the main obstacle. Um, so with the code, we had help from um, Halfbot, who did the box mm-hmm. Um and they did a pretty amazing job of of getting those um, the the core Super Kray Box gameplay over to iOS. Mm-hmm. And for the controls, what we did actually was we took our iPad and iPhone in the train to work, and we just asked random strangers to play the game and <laughs> tell us whether they liked the controls or not. That's awesome. We did that. We did that for months. I can imagine that being interesting. (laughs) It's interesting. People are brutally honest. Like brutally, if if they don't know you, they'll be, they'll be really honest about whether something is really bad. And the controls were were really bad at the beginning. Well, as a um, as a
2: artist myself, I can say that um, while game making is definitely an art it's very difficult to get good feedback about anything that you create because most of the people you would ask would have some kind of bias towards it so I can definitely see why you would do that and um, I think that was a really good idea and it really must have helped the controls
3: yeah it helped, it helped a lot if you compare the controls in the very first build to what they turned out to be there are so many little tweaks and refinements that we, we noticed from people playing we, we'd ask them what they think, but we we would be busy looking at how they play more than that we asked them about it. So we would check whether they would press the buttons or instead slide from left to right. We would check whether they would prefer A and B to be horizontal or diagonal or things like that. And we just made, like, checklists in our head. This works, this doesn't. This could be better. This should be faster. should be more dead zone, less dead zone. And... Um, Until finally we reached that point where pretty much everybody picked up the game and played it. Mm
0: -hmm. I did notice that you guys made it so you don't have to directly be pressing the button, you can be over it or under it, which I think is a great idea because there is a game that I've played on Android where you gotta hit the button and if you're just slightly off of it, it doesn't register and then you gotta restart the whole level, which is like the biggest pain in the butt.
3: Yeah. No and, and the main thing I think the, the biggest improvement we, we had was when we switched from the buttons actually being buttons to them being more of a slider that you can also press. So you can you can slide your finger from the left arrow to the right arrow but also from the jump button to the shoot button. Oh. That's
1: kind of uh how I've just kinda of started playing on iOS because it works out a lot better. Like, especially with left and right. Like it's way easier to make sure you go left or right, like change direction if you just slide your finger far enough over instead of having to try to tap again and yeah. Exactly.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and I've actually played the iOS version on an iPad as well. And I don't know how many people have actually done that. I play it mostly on my iPhone, but on the iPad I was surprised because it's so much larger that the controls just seamlessly flowed into that version, and I think that was really cool, too, because even if I'm playing horizontally or uh, landscape, either way, it just works
3: perfectly. Thank you so much. We're glad to hear that.
2: <laughs> All right.
0: Are you guys planning on doing an Android version? Because I don't have an iPod. I have to see my little <laughs> brothers, but I would love to play it on my PlayStation phone. That would be um, really
3: perfect. We, we are looking into Android. We, we think at this point Android is kind of scary to develop for because we have pretty limited resources yeah. even even now. Um, and um, we just need to figure out how, how Android works, how, the, how to, to develop for it, what the ways are to get a game on Android, and more importantly, how to get people playing a game that you put out in, uh, on Android. We, we've likened it to a to a minefield every now and then we We just don't really know where to step with Android. Yeah, I see
0: Well, I'm feeling a little pumped up now that there's a possibility.
3: <laughs> it really depends on the iOS version i suppose if 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 that warrants spending the resources on an Android version we we would love to like I said, we want as many people as possible to play super great It just needs to n- not kill us.
2: Mm-hmm. well I have um, one more pretty interesting question I've had for a while um, when did you decide to use iCade support
3: uh, on day one actually um, when we had the idea of Super Credit Box iOS the, we we knew about the iCade and one of the first things we said was we need iCade support it, it yeah, was it that's was actually
2: pushing me to buy an iCade which <laughs> I would have never done if I hadn't known about this
3: <laughs> it's 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 it was kind of a no brainer for us. We're making an arcade game, and that's an arcade cabinet. So, yeah. Okay. All
0: right. Now that Super Crate Box iOS is released, have you guys started working on anything else?
3: Well, of course we we, uh, we didn't forget forget our PC and Mac gamers. So um, we're uh, releasing Gun Gods through the Venus Patrol Kickstarter.
0: Ooh, nice!
3: And that's a an hip hop inspired first person shooter. It kind of looks like Quake, uh, kind of looks like Doom, and plays like Quake. Um, but it's it's pretty it's it's a it's a really fast-paced shooter that's really about shooting stuff. And we thought that was kind of refreshing, seeing that the last year shooters have been about a lot of things except for shooting. <laughs> um, and of course, we're working on ridiculous fishing. We have that little prototype. I don't know if you guys saw that. We have this little prototype of sort of a top-down defense-ish kind of game. It's not really tower defense. It's called Flood, with three Fs.
0: Mm -mm, I haven't seen that yet. Uh,
3: We we put a free alpha version of the game on the internet to see what people thought a while back. So um, you can grab that somewhere from the internet. I think it's up on Tix or somewhere. All
0: right. Check
3: that out. And we might pick up on that, because we've been toying around with it lately, and it's actually been pretty fun to work on that again. So, that's another project we're working on, and besides that, we have dozens of little prototypes that are interesting, but we don't really know whether they're worthwhile to explore. Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, next question is, does making games help you get laid?
3: Um, no, I don't I. I, I, I don't think so. Uh-huh. Um, I do know one guy, a friend of mine, who made a game called Fingal, and that's a game about, uh, it's a two-player game about touching each other's hands. <laughs> I think that, that, that <laughs> might help him get laid, but I'm, I'm not <laughs> really. Fingo, is that PC? It, it's a two-player iPad game. It's, it's actually, um, it's a Euro. It released two weeks ago. It's been doing really well, and it's, it's, it's pretty awkward, to be honest, but it's so much fun. <laughs>
0: Hey, Ian, we'll have to try that out together sometime.
2: All right, Fred.
3: All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, do that live on the po- on the podcast. Or what was it? If, if you play Fingal, the two of you together, do it live on the, po- on the podcast. <laughs> All right. Um,
0: where do you hope Vlambeer will be in a year, Rami?
3: Uh, I hope we'll be in the exact same spot as we are now, just making games because we love making games. But I also hope we can contribute something to, like, the indie and or the Dutch gaming industry. Um, but, you know, we started this because we wanted to make games that we'd love to make. And I really hope we'll be able to keep doing that.
0: All right, well, thanks, Sarami.
3: <laughs> You're welcome. Really enjoyed it. Uh, thanks for having us.
0: Alright, next up, we are going to do our news, as usual. Um, First off, we are going to start with the recent SOPA jam over at Ludum Dare. January 18th, which was three days ago, Um, a bunch of people on Ludum Dare got together to create games protesting against SOPA and PIPA, and it was just a day-long game jam, and you can still enter if you want, I'm pretty sure, because, you know, it was a Wednesday I believe and Wednesdays are kind of busy but there were quite a few people that entered in and it's pretty cool yep submissions are open till January twenty third so you still have two more days to o- to uh, submit your game if you want to start working on it or if you didn't finish which is
2: perfect I don't for know me. if you guys have seen um one of the submissions was called super sopa brothers or just <laughs> super sopa bros that was great. I think that was perfect for the theme. I think that was a uh, good representation of what SOPA would possibly do if it was passed.
0: Oh, I'm looking at it right now. That's awesome. The, everything's censored. It's like, uh, <laughs> obviously Mario perfect. and then And the it's funny goes. because
2: when you play it, it's like no fun. Like, I don't mean it's a bad game. I just mean it just point, shows so yeah. how much the censoring would do to games if it really did happen.
0: Yep. Oh, wow. Super... Super Sopa Bros was on Kotaku.com. Wow. Yeah, it looks like it's getting some recognition because it's the top thing on the uh, Ludum Dare website, and it obviously started going around yeah. the uh, web. Man, th- th- that would really suck if Sopa were to do this <laughs> to games. I would cry.
2: Well, um, basically, what I thought I would do now, just quickly, is summarize from the words of a. I'm not going to say congressman, but just from somebody who would know more about SOPA and PIPA, what SOPA and PIPA really mean to what the internet and gaming would happen if it passed. Basically, what SOPA is doing, in my mind, in the mind of a few other people, is that if SOPA were to pass, which I don't think it will would really just start to, instead of shutting down websites, it would more censor them, mm-hmm. while Pitbull would shut down more websites.
0: Yep. Hey, Mike, I'm sorry to cut you off, but we do have our discussion later on it, so I, I'm hoping that we can just hold it out till then, after we get done with the news. Is that all right with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, next up in news, uh, there was another jam that happened earlier this um, month. It happened after our last broadcast, which was the uh, preseason broadcast. I haven't uploaded that yet, and I don't know if I will, because it wasn't all that exciting. But um, it was hosted Sunday, the 8th of January, and it was just a little four-hour jam, although you could take more hours if you'd like. That's just how much they said, you know. Uh, the theme was Bad Omen, which was an ex- extra challenge, they said. You didn't have to use the theme, but... If you did, it's mostly just for getting people to actually make games, but it's a really cool deal, and it's it's hosted by the Poppin' Cast, which are some pretty cool people. Um, some big names that you might notice that are part of it is Chevy Ray. Um, I'm looking through the users list. Uh, Piet, Piet. Yeah, I don't recognize a lot of the names, but. Um, I know there are a few big indie game developers in here, and, yeah. So, um, they host the Blitzcast monthly, and there should be another one coming out towards the beginning of February, which is pretty excited. Oh, Rami just said that, um, he's there too. <laughs> um, alright, so... GameMaker, of course, is something that we cover here, because there are a lot of um, de- early indie developers that use GameMaker, and, I mean, a lot of us on the team started out with GameMaker, and now we use HTML5, C++, um, ActionScript, you know, with Flash, Java, Android, iOS, so it is a great place. and. GameMaker is coming out with GameMaker Studio, of course, which will allow people to develop games with GameMaker for um, iOS, Android, Mac, PC, and another one that I'm forgetting right now. Or maybe it, maybe it's because there's an iOS, and I mean an iPod and iPad, I'm not sure. But GameMaker Studio will release shortly after Ga- GraveMaker, which is one of their games that they've created with it. Uh, it's currently in a beta, but it's also... Or, it's currently available online, but there's a planned launch in February for iOS, Android, and Facebook on the same week. Which means GameMaker Studio, if that would be the official version of Gravemaker, should be coming out before this summer. So, that's definitely something to look forward to if you're a Game Maker user. Um, over on the Stenciling Around blog... There is a primer on in-app purchases, they said. Um, This came out on January 8th, so it's a bit old, but it was the day after our last broadcast. So, basically now you can use um, stencil games to bring you some money through in-app purchases. So, the primer covers um, what you need, how to set it all up. you got to go to iTunes Connect, set up a sandbox account. Set up a new game with certain stuff, then mark the game as ready to upload, upload it, and then actually make the purchases uh, work through Um You get to test it on your device, all sorts of stuff, and then they have a troubleshooting thing, you know, wait 24 hours, blah blah blah, but that's pretty exciting that SensorWorks how far they've come in the last year, they just keep adding on features, and I think it's amazing. Skira, with their, um, oh god, what is it called, Construct, Construct, yes, that would be their game development program, uh, (coughs) Saturday, January 7th, they started up a new competition, and the theme of it is Rotation. So, they said Construct 2 allows you to rotate the layout or individual layers with the rotate, layout, and rotate layer system actions. So, the aim is to build a game around these features. We will have some great prizes as well to give to the winners. I think there's a grammar mistake in there. Maybe I read it wrong. We will... We have some great prizes as well. Oh, yeah. I read it wrong. Oops. Um, That's pretty much it for the news. There were some good games that came out of the Ludum Dare mini-competition, and there's also another mini Ludum Dare happening today and tomorrow. The <laughs>
2: I might do that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm thinking about it, but I am kind of want to do the people. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll make one for both. But the theme is fear, and it says, put fear into your players, or convince your players to scare themselves. But remember, Fear does not have to be horror. Fear does not have to be shock. Which kind of, you know, opens up the mind to some other ideas. You could have fear be... Fear of the unknown.
1: You don't know, like, what's there. So you could have, like... Like with Cannibal, where you're running away from something, but you're not really sure what's going on. Yeah. Your mind just kind of fills in the gap. So that's Mm -hmm. uh, just kind of the general idea they might be trying to get across there.
0: Actually, I thought Cannibal, like, the guy's, like... You know, he's at a job and he's like, screw this. And he jumps out the window and he's like, yeah. See, I'm that's Parker my point, man. though. The player,
1: every player just kind of, it's simple if you can assume something, like your mind automatically just quickly comes up with, like, a reason that you're running and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's not like they tell you. So there's a bunch of different
2: theories out there. I always just figured he drank a five hour energy and he had, like, a crash or something. <laughs> oh,
0: I did find something on Twitter a little bit ago. Um, right now, the Super Meat Boy coffee <coughs> mugs are 10% off right now, and I'm really thinking about buying them or buying one. They're 17 to 25 dollars a piece, but you know if you use the 10% off coupon, it w- it would take it a, a dollar seventy to two and a half dollars off, depending on which one you get. Um, I'm probably gonna go cheap and buy the
2: least expensive one. But yeah. Did really the cool. uh, did the Ultra collection come with the comic books or was it just one? Or what was that? The Ultra edition of Super Meat Boy. I did think that, that come that came with, with the, with the uh, comic, comic book. books?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it did. Huh. But I'm I can't be positive. That's just what I think.
2: All right. Yeah, but uh, support Edward McMillan and buy that. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Definitely Um, The coupon code can be found on Twitter But off the top of my head I think it's 10 off now Like 10, the number 10, not spelt So 10 off now But that's not Like confirmed I'm I'm doing that off the top of my head So it might be wrong, I'm not sure (laughs) You
1: can't take that to the bank Oh, you can't It is 10 off now You're correct Alright, perfect Okay, you can't take it to the bank. I lied. (laughs) You can't trust me on anything. All right. And then besides
0: that, I think we pretty much covered all the big stuff that we could find.
2: Well, there's one more thing that I can say. Uh, Indie Game the Movie. (gasps) i think pretty sure that comes out tomorrow. Yes, yes,
0: yes. They had a screening yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How did I blank on that?
1: How did you, Brett? How did you? We'll never forgive you. Never. Oh, depressing.
2: But I'm pretty sure, uh, if you like Super Meat Boy, you might want to go to the screening tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Hint, hints.
0: Yep. Um, I might go buy some plane tickets to Canada and Canada. Uh, yep, Canada. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm guessing it's airing in Winnipeg, but the there was a review, and the movie wasn't so much about the games, but more about the the um developers' journeys, and it. And it follows the um, developers of Super Meat Boy. You know, Edmund McMillan and the other dude that nobody can ever remember. Sorry, other dude. It follows... Ah, crap. um, Mr. Fish with the development of Fez. And then Jonathan Blow about Braid. And it jumps in between the stories of them developing their games. Different challenges that they had. And, um, you know... It's more about the life of them than the actual game which I think is kind of interesting
2: I'm not sure if you guys know this but the DVD version of that if you um, helped with the Kickstarter or whatever they did actually has the developer of Cannibal interviewed on it
1: Mm Amatomic Yeah,
2: whatever it was was pretty interesting to Mm -hmm. see that
0: but yeah um, if you guys do see the movie or don't there's also a lot of stuff out on the internet that has been cut out of the movie because they had uh, didn't they have like over a hundred hours of film or something. I heard that it was an outrageous sure amount.
1: Uh, don't they include a lot on the special edition there or something like that?
0: Mm-hmm, they do, but there is a lot out on the internet. Like, um, one of the Winnipeg jams, um, I remember seeing Chevy Ray and there were a bunch of people, it was like two minutes long, about how they were, um, if I can even think right now, how they were all at the jam and they thought that was an amazing experience and stuff. Alright, um... Anything else in the news? I really want to go see that movie.
1: (laughs) Right. You need to buy some tickets and go. Tonight.
0: Yep. Maybe Indie Function could hold a little competition and the winner could get a free copy of the movie shipped to them. Ooh. We shall promise nothing. (laughs) Nah, um, I think that would be a cool competition. Um... I'll go talk to the guys that made the movie and see how we could do that, and hopefully it'll work out and we could put it as a competition in February. Um, One little thing before we switch over to the SOPA discussion, which is probably going to make you guys go deaf because we are going to be yelling and screaming and throwing stuff all over.
1: Actually, we'll just lose our voices, and then it'll just be so rough, you won't be able to listen.
2: I've already lost, like, half my voice, so I, I don't know if there will be that much yelling on this end.
0: But, um, Indie function is looking for m- more members. There are a lot of little, itty-bitty jobs that could be covered. And, um, you know, they're not much, but when they all pile up, it's a lot of stress on us. So, we're just looking for people that could do stuff like that, um, such as updating forum topics... We need somebody to do that, or like a social media expert, so they could go out and notify people of when the radio show is going to be, because, I mean, seriously, it takes me like an hour before the show and an hour after the show to say that, you know, okay, we just, we're about to do the radio show, blah, 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 and then afterwards saying, okay, it was just on, here's the link to the page, it takes up a lot of time, so... Um, it's just little jobs like that You know, they, they all pile up But we could use some new members Um, you can go over to our website Indiefunction.com And go to the hiring center page And literally just sign up Um, please note that they're not paid positions It's all voluntary Because, you know, our group doesn't make a lot of money
1: We're kind of nonprofit, so
0: <laughs> Kind of Yeah We accept kinda. donations <laughs> But no, we don't really make any money off the radio show and magazine
2: we already take donations though we can get lots of brain cells from people
1: mm-hmm, yep <laughs> and yet we're still so short yep
0: but anyway um, join indie function um, hopefully we'll accept you. I mean we can use all the help that we can get um, We'll probably accept you as long as you're not illiterate or anything because we are an indie team and we're up for having as many members as we can. And, you know, any help is better than none Um, We're about to start our sofa conversation Um, Just sent Connor Hart a message He probably just woke up, he was going to join us And then Luke just, um, (laughs) ended the, uh, or disconnected from our call So I don't think he's going to be joining He said that his internet's cutting out pretty badly Alright, so. so, the SOPA, PIPA, shit, as I like to call it, alright, <laughs> um, Yep. Yeah. So, so PIPA, people as some people are calling it, um, is an internet censoring <coughs> bill, which, you know, people think is really great because SOPA stands for Stop the Online Piracy Act, so like, oh cool, it's Stop Piracy, I mean, I've talked to people all over the world about what they think in different... People from different countries have different viewpoints than, you know, us americans who are totally raging and blowing up cars right now. Um, But SOPA is an outrageous bill that is supposed to stop online piracy. Um, For example, there's another country that has a very similar bill. Their name is China. You might have heard of them. Yep. You can't even get on Facebook without using a proxy over in... China. It is super, super censored. Like, extremely censored. And that could be the um, road that America is about to take. But the thing is, China also has the highest piracy rates in the world, showing that it doesn't work at all. France is another country that has a similar um, bill. Or a set of bills, actually. But they're starting to die down. They've been in effect for a few years, I heard, but they're starting to die down and just go away, so... If it does get passed here in the U.S., hopefully it'll go away. But
2: well, uh, here here's my major concern here. We've already seen what other you know rebellious countries can do to their governments when they try to. How do I put it? Censor us. So why would they want to do it now when we're watching all these other countries destroy their government leaders? It's pretty ridiculous. Like if you could pick our the worst time, don't actually use the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: that's that's pretty much what it is. They don't understand how it works, or they just don't use it, like, at all. Even though, like, the White House uses Twitter and whatnot, but they don't <laughs> seem to understand how this would totally screw us all over. Like, it's uh, five days, I think, after uh, copyrighted material is uh, put up by any user on a website, if that website doesn't take it down within those five days, they'll try to, like, sue the entire website and shut it down. Mm-hmm. So, Facebook, Twitter, even, like, Google Google Plus and whatnot, uh, could be totally screwed, except I don't think that would work out too well because they have so much money.
2: Yeah. Well, as an, well as an example of what I'm saying here, look at what happened when Mega Upload went down. Oh, yeah. When the they hacking. took that down. But, I mean, seriously, did you see the outrage of people that happened after that? Yeah. And the, I imagine the what would happen hackers the suit. whole internet got that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. This is a major thing, and it it can go really far. Um, somebody made a joke the other day, though. What happens if somebody posts a link to like the Pirate Bay on a government website? <laughs> that was I, totally philosopher raptor.
1: Yep, that okay, was philosopher raptor. Yep,
0: I yeah. But there are some groups out there that are definitely against this. Um, many people remember the PSM hackers. They decided to use their skills and actually make me happy for once by taking down the FBI website, which was like the most amazing thing ever. Yes, people, you can shut, or SOPA, you can shut down our radio show for saying that we're happy that they did that.
2: I don't care. Well, here's the thing I heard I heard that Anonymous was actually interviewed on TV, and, well, one of their representatives at least, and he wore like the mask and everything and had a voice changer. So, I mean, it's great that they're doing this, but maybe they should take a little bit more time to... I don't really know what the word would be, like, regroup instead of just doing a bunch of separate attacks. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. That would make sense. But, yeah, people are going to be outraged, and as you can see, people are already taking action like Anonymous. And, um... The other day, I totally freaked out when they took down... Uh, mega upload and mega video, I don't use them but they didn't give them any warning they just took them, they completely wiped them you can't even get through the IP address it's like they never existed and it just makes me want to vomit and it's absolutely yeah, as disgusting a, uh,
2: as a Dreamcast fan over here I gotta say I'm pretty upset that my number one ISO downloading website is gone <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it's really how am man. I gonna play Power Stone now? I don't know. I have to play it on my stupid Sony PSP.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, this could be really dangerous for indie game developers, because the whole point of being an indie game developer is that you can pretty much put whatever you want into a game. And if the SOPA bill passes, they might censor our games, take down whole gaming websites. I mean... If somebody uploads something offensive to Congregate or something, Congregate could be shut down. Uh, if somebody posts something bad on Addicting Games, which lots of people have, that could be taken down. You know, it, it just... No, it's too extreme, is what I think.
2: It's a very, very extreme group. And... Alright, controversial it. thing coming up here. Um, I have been talking with people who are both government-styled you know, styled people and are people who are um, very computer-oriented. And I have heard that SOPA is really just like, I don't really know what to call it, but it's more like something that is made to scare us and not have any effect on the internet, not be made to pass. And the real law we should be scared about, or whatever it is, the bill we should be scared about, is um, PIPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because SOPA, if, if you read SOPA, it's just too extreme.
0: It is. It really is. Um, I'm actually scheduling a protest with some people that I know. And um, we're going to go up to the capital of Minnesota and possibly go protest on Monday. I mean, it's not confirmed yet. I still got to get some more people together. But um, we're hoping that this can happen because it's, it's a complete outrage that... Um, you know, this This is a potential thing. Um, also, we're adding Connor Hart to the call, maybe.
4: <laughs> um, maybe
0: <they're> Notch? <laughs> yeah. But Notch is against it. Um, he shut down Minecraft.net for a day, part of the blackout, which was fantastic. And th- that's another big point that I wanted to make. Uh, hey, Connor. Yeah, here's Connor. Hello. <clears throat> um, for those of you guys that don't know, Connor is part of the AST team. He actually runs it. And they're... Or, I mean, the Overreact team, I'm sorry. AST is their game, A Shapian's Tale. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what they're known for.
1: Um, and awesome now game, we're right? losing Mike. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Alright, uh, Mike's got to leave, so that was perfect timing, actually, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, we've been discussing SOPA for a little bit. I don't know if you've been listening in, but... Um, for, for a minute, um, but yeah. Alright. Um, but yeah, um, I'm really impressed with how much the um, media has informed us about SOPA in the last week. Because I remember at school, you'd say SOPA, and they'd be like, what? But as <laughs> of the morning of January 18th, when I got to school, the first thing that my English teacher said... So, Brett, what's with this whole SOPA thing?
1: Of course she asked
0: you. (laughs) And I looked up, and I explained it to her, and she's like, wow. And then, of course, the big nerdy uh, kid in my class. A lot of
4: my college professors actually uh, have been talking about it quite a lot in the past. I
1: thought it was was pretty ironic, because I had a project in social studies do the day after the uh, blackout. And so, uh, a lot of people were doing the whole procrastinating thing, and they had, like, stuff on Wikipedia they were going to try and use, and they didn't oh. realize Wikipedia was about to go down for the blackout. Oh. So, then, uh, when Wikipedia was blacked out, since, you know, none of them are smart enough to turn off JavaScript, they kept, you know, a bunch <laughs> of people in my social studies class the next day were, like, talking about how, oh my god, Wikipedia was down, and, like, I couldn't find, like, the reference links and stuff, so I was totally screwed and all that stuff I was just laughing at. But... <laughs> Yeah,
4: but then they they decided they would procrastinate And go on Reddit And they found out that that was down too
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah um, But, you know There was a lot of talk Of course the big nerdy kid in my class After I was done talking He's like, oh yeah, you know The websites are trying to take down the DNS server So then when we upload to our FTPs And I'm like, holy crap, Ryan This is early, I can't even understand what you're saying right now Let alone my English (laughs) teacher that only knows English (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's uh, part of the other thing with SOPA. It's kind of ironic, but uh, basically they're going to shut down the name servers and stuff and get like that blocked, yeah. but uh, you can still enter the IP address of the server and it'll still load and everything.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: It doesn't really work out so well. Because yeah. the people who actually do pirating a lot and whatnot and don't get caught easily are the smart people who could actually just do Use that. a torrent? <laughs> yeah. Um...
0: Connor just mentioned he's half asleep, so he's grabbing some coffee. <laughs> has maybe. a strange lack of coffee.
4: Yeah, a very strange lack of coffee, for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could use uh, something right now, too. Totally understand what you mean.
1: I just need some sort of caffeine right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, is outrageous, and I want to go take the guy that started it and staple his ass to the wall... The thing is a lot of people aren't
4: really paying attention to PIPA and they're really they're so scared about SOPA. I mean the whole stop SOPA thing but you don't really hear a lot about Pippa, and I think I feel like Pippa well, is actually that's going to sneak under
1: the rug. What really happened though was uh, there was Pippa originally, but then uh, SOPA came through in the Senate and went on, so everyone like all the uh, Pippa fires were like, "Yo, we have to stop SOPA now because we blocked Pippa for now." So then everyone started focusing on SOPA, but uh, yeah, now it's back to Pippa since we blocked SOPA, and it's all really is yeah. <laughs> that. You don't even, I, a lot of people
4: don't even know what's going on they're like is it over and I keep hearing it's super dead and I'm like no I, I, I postponed
1: <laughs> yeah that's it's gonna come back but <laughs> it's like her we've won for now but it's definitely <laughs> not over
0: well considering the day after the blackout the FBI shut down mega upload and mega video I mean I don't use them but that's still a pretty big outrage
1: yeah
0: and the, the bill's not even passed what right do they have to do that?
1: And what yeah, sickens I heard me, they had a yeah. server in the U.S. Wow. That was the only reason they were able to do that. But. And what
0: sickens me even more is they went to New
1: Zealand, right? Oh yeah, they got the New Zealand cops arrest them. So, uh, and it was a Dutch dude, you know, some guy from over in Europe. <laughs> they're in a different country, and they're not even from here or that country, and we're still arresting them.
0: Yeah, that's so that, that, that's totally kind of okay scandals. for us, I guess. Well,
1: you know, I mean, justice. that's what you get when you're
4: when you're an American. You're like the world police.
0: Though, yeah, the right, I guess.
4: <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, we need a freaking
0: revolution. <laughs> it's gonna so, happen. I'm, I'm actually starting to think that it will because I've heard a lot of talk about how people want to start new governments and that they're gonna
1: go. If any of this
0: passes,
4: it's it's just gonna be an outrage.
1: People are gonna go crazy. See, There's I think this is how the world's gonna end. It's 2012, right? So what's going to happen is uh, people or some mutant form of it's going to pass and then they're going to try to take down one of the major companies like Google or Facebook or Twitter or something, YouTube. uh, And then you're going to have a bunch of these major internet companies team up together against the government and then we'll have some sort of war. Maybe not like a physical war with actual guns and stuff but it'll be kind of a war for the mind or something almost and that's going to lead to the end of the world somehow.
4: I feel like it might not be the end of the world, actually, but it may be just, like, the beginning of an actually new, nice world.
0: <laughs> yeah. There, there's I lots of that, different that theories. That actually makes more sense in my book. <laughs> I watched uh, Ar- Armageddon Week um, two years ago, and there's a lot of crazy stuff that they're saying. Like, some people thought that, you know, Homo sapiens, humans, are going to be recreated or whatever. Like, uh, this is a, this is a sixth um, generation of humans, and what will happen in 2012 is that they'll all be wiped out. And then there will be a new generation. That's interesting. In. But that's just a theory. There's lots of different theories out there, and they're all really interesting. And if and they're all yeah. just delayed, if I'm if scared. you look at yeah. them all together, you know you can create some pretty interesting combinations of them that work together, which makes it even cooler. But you know, nobody will know until it happens if anything does happen.
4: <laughs> look, I, I definitely feel a revolution coming on, um, especially if you take um, mm-hmm. Occupy into account and then you got soap and PIPA, and it's just like it's adding up.
0: Yeah. And our government's already in a bad enough place. Nobody really likes the government as it is. So, I mean, we can't we can't ever agree on anything. You know, the the Republicans or Democrats, you know. Oh yeah, we'll totally be for this bill if you pay for this nice
1: new <laughs> blah blah blah. You know, yeah. there's got to so be a before be this attachment. bill, except, well, <laughs> it's a black guy trying to pass it, so, sorry.
3: <laughs> like, but. healthcare,
1: I mean, come on. That was, uh, some um, other yeah. presidents, a lot of other presidents tried that in the past, and they failed, but then, yeah, just Obama brings it up again. It's not like he was the first one to try it, he just the first to succeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I posted a... Republicans have run up in the past, too, so, it's all really... There. Yeah. And that's
4: basically what we have to deal with all the time every day is a bunch of blah the government. Yeah. But I mean, I was surprised when ESA decided to to support this because I mean, I mean I think everybody was surprised about it, but really like E3 was like, "Hey guys, do you think that you shouldn't have any rights?" <laughs> I mean.
0: Yeah, that's just, absolutely disgusting. Outrage. There was there was actually an a game developer protest, like, um, a bunch of different people from, um, like, in, or, um, game developer magazine and all that stuff, you know, or, and indie, indie game magazine and all that stuff, they, they went on this video and said, you know, we're not supporting E3 anymore, everybody shouldn't go there until they stop supporting
1: SOPA and PIPA. Which is, yeah. uh, that reminds me of GoDaddy. With the whole They supported For just a little while And now Tons of people Are uh, Removing their domains Even though they Changed the Back to being neutral It's kind of ridiculous Though that they would Do that But I'm glad I never Had any good day Domains in the first place (laughs) That's where I always Get mine You need Um, to Move them They're (laughs) cheap
0: 750 A domain Why wouldn't you (laughs)
4: Um
0: I posted a Facebook status saying, stop piracy? What a joke. Let's try, you know, stop world hunger, or stop war, or stop countries from being poor. Get your priorities straight, <sighs> yeah. America. Do that. Americans.
4: I, agree, I, I completely agree with that, and as, as you noticed, I liked your uh, post, and it was really, it's really a true, you know, thing. I don't know why, it's such an interesting question. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
0: Or, stop child abuse, you know? Do, do something that's actually going to change, you know, people's actually gonna lives. Actually going to benefit
4: us and not, you know, make things worse.
0: Yeah. At least pick something that's going to help the world rather than the selfish companies that are all, already making, like, millions
1: or billions of dollars a year. Also, there's lots of, uh, things in the bills that aren't even accurate. Like, they'll make, like, estimations, where it's like, a wild guess might always say, like, oh, this may million people, uh, pirate every, like, year or something... And then it's like, or this may dollars are lost or something. But then later on in the bill, it'll be like, oh, yeah, we have no way of uh, justifying that statement, so don't, you know, on or anything, because we're not really sure. We're just randomly coming with that number. It's the whole 97% of statistics are made up thing all over again. But with our government this time.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm really scared for the indie world, because... The internet pretty much is our domain, you know, it's where we live. I mean, let's take
4: me into account, I, my whole team works over the internet. I have 12 people, and most of them are, are not in the same area in the United States, so, I mean, that kind of screws my whole team over.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not just going to affect the United States, is the other thing. Because so many of the major companies are here in the United States, and probably most of their servers here, because that's where most of the traffic is, uh will be totally screwed. All these other countries will be as well if these companies get shut down. Yeah, it's a whole world economy. You can't
4: really just, like, take one piece out of the puzzle and expect it to be fine. Yeah, and it
0: it totally infringes with the first freaking amendment. Our freedom of speech. If we can't express ourselves on the internet without, without having no fear of, you know, something happening to our stuff, you know, it totally... Infringes with it. You know, we should not have a fear of having our stuff deleted from the internet just because of somebody's opinion that it's not right or it's bad or whatever. It is our freedom of speech. That's why the internet pretty much exists, is so then we can say whatever we want on the internet. Yeah, I mean, it was
4: kind of very contradictive. You know, like, I mean, it's, I, it's I was like, I'm like, trying, the trying to switch. It's to the First
1: and Fifth Amendments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, you have you have the right to remain silent. No, you have to remain silent. Or, <laughs> you know, you occasionally have the right to free speech. Occasionally. If we approve. I mean, how I see it is SOPA, you
0: know, they're, and PIPA, they're going to start out, you know, they're already kind of going extreme. I mean, the FBI should shut down two websites without warning. Okay, and those are like, that was a file uploading site and a video site. Next, they're going to target YouTube. Next, they're going to we're going to post the status on Facebook And, it's, and when we press submit It's going to say, please wait 48 hours For SOPA representatives, check your comments
1: <laughs> No, it's, it's going to be like the worst part Of all of this though what? Is, uh, They're probably going to be smart enough To try go for the smaller uh, Still major, but smaller companies uh, First, because they know Say you attack YouTube, Google owns YouTube So if you're attacking YouTube In a way you're attacking Google already And you're kind of screwed if you try that even if you're a government, they have, like, billions of dollars at their disposal. Yeah,
4: and, and the oh, thing no. is, is that, like, attacking any of us is kind of just, like, a stupid idea. Like, we made the internet what it is today, and, like, it's going to tell us that you're need that you going to censor it now. You're going to approve of what we have, what we can say, and what we can't say. Like, I mean, really?
1: Yeah. Especially because it keeps getting better and better, like, every, just, like, day. There's some yeah. improvement or something new out there that you know, just kind of like internet, you can have a website that just shows up out of nowhere and suddenly, within like two weeks you have billions of people using it mm-hmm. and they're all just like, you know, telling their friends that the word spreading over the internet to more people and, and, uh, the, and the internet was made by the majority
4: of the people and it wasn't made yeah. by our government, all the all the knowledge that we've gained from having the internet was from us, it wasn't from the government so it's, it's kind of just a, a I don't know. It's just not even right to think about.
0: The biggest flaw of SOPA and PIPA is that they're trying to stop a crime. They're trying to obliterate a crime. You can't stop a crime. A crime's still going to happen. You can't just stop people from murdering someone. You can't just stop terrorism. You can't just there's stop... There's always
1: negative and positive something. consequences. You exactly. can't just stop something.
0: It, it's always going to happen. People are going to find ways around it. There's always going to be stealing. There's always going to be murdering.
1: There's always going to be kidnappings, rape, it's th- This is you know, like... The latest Smosh video where you have, you know, the death note. and You can just write the name of every single evil person down, <laughs> and suddenly we've rinsed the world of evil. No, especially because there's people with life notes, you know. So then you're totally screwed, anyways. Oh my god. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I saw that video. That was kind of good. All right, Connor's Uh, grabbing some tea, so he will be right back. But yeah, a bunch of people have been posting on my status saying, you know, what's gonna happen. And they commented about Mega Upload and Mega Video, how you can't even access the sites through their IP address anymore. You know, they're completely gone. And, ugh. D- uh, it fucking makes me so mad. Because, I mean, what's going to happen next? Is Are they going to be like, oh, sorry, you can't have your website anymore because of this and that? They're going to... Not let us have websites. They're not going to let us upload our pages without checking them first.
1: The most annoying part for me is that uh, I mean now basically all the stuff I develop is for the web using like HTML5 and CSS3 and stuff, which are still emerging technologies. But like if the internet were as restricted as you know so like for years now, then we wouldn't be able to have these technologies yet, if ever. Mm-hmm. Probably, because, you know, it wouldn't be worthwhile trying to make these things if they're just going to hardly be used, because the sites that use them get shut down. And it's also, I mean, I, I obviously have this hope that, like, I'll do something, some site or something that's uh, really popular, but if SOPA comes around, it's going to be a lot harder to do that, because you'll have to be really careful about, uh, like, terms of use and stuff to make sure that, you know, you don't allow for any loopholes and whatnot, or just restrict what your users can do. Yeah, there's the gonna it's going to be a funny. lot less user
0: interaction. We're not going to be able to allow our users to do anything. We're going to be like, no, you can't do that because you'll get us kicked off the web. No, yeah. you, c- you can't talk here. You can't post stuff on the forums, you know. It... The internet's going to become a very boring place. And if this passes... It'll also affect companies because the whole online shopping stuff is going to start going down the hole because if people can't access the websites they want, they're not going to use the Internet. They're not using the Internet, so they're not going to shop on the Internet. If they're not shopping on the Internet, the companies are going to start to That's fail. That's
1: a major part of the other thing. I mean, you have even stuff like starting with like iTunes a long while ago. You had just like, oh, wow, you can actually make a ton of money by selling stuff over the Internet. And, uh, buying single tracks and stuff means you're gonna get more because, uh, you know, just, oh, I only like this song, it's not like you wanna buy the entire album, but if you can just buy that single song, you'll buy it. So, there's that in, like, apps now, they make so much money that, I mean, there's people who make a living so awesome. And even, like, YouTube, major YouTubers, they make a living from that.
3: Mm-hmm. So,
1: that type of thing wouldn't be possible if we had soap and people and whatnot. So, uh they're just kind of going to screw over so many people's jobs if they do do this.
0: Ugh. Yeah, I... There's absolutely no positive thing about this bill other than it's going to reduce piracy. It's not going to stop piracy, but it's going to reduce it a little bit.
1: I'm pretty sure I uh, recall seeing somewhere that actually some study they managed to do uh, showed that people who pirate material actually uh, spend more and, like, buy the material more often. Basically, uh, I guess there's a lot of people who, a lot of the pirates end up, you know, trying and going, oh, hey, I I like this, so now I'll go buy it. Whereas, you know, some things, occasionally they try something or, like, you know, watch a movie or listen to music from somebody and uh, they decide that they don't like it but, you know, they just like to be a little more safe about where mm-hmm. they're spending. I'm going to come out and just say,
0: you know, I pirate stuff sometimes, like games, for the PSP. I'll I'll pirate it. If I like it, I'll go buy the game. If I don't, I'll just not try it. Or I, I'll just delete it from my memory card, you know, I'll try it. Yeah, it's just a lack of demos
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> and trials.
0: It's basically a demo for me, and sometimes it takes me a month to go buy the game, but... of the games that I've pirated, I own in my collection now. I mean, I have a collection of at least, like, 200 video games now. But, I mean, it's just... It's not
4: really simple to just stop piracy, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, this isn't even a simple way to do it, it's in itself.
0: No. And not all piracy is through the internet. For all you know, I could have both my CD trays right now... Full, or with a disc in each you know copying movies to the other one and selling them on eBay that it,
1: it one of the other things with that that I think is kind of funny is there was a I'm pretty sure somewhere in the bill they're basically saying that they're trying to stop people uh, other people other than the people who made the material from making money off copyright material which a lot of the time with piracy when people are trying it they're trying it for free so the people men, like distributing the free version it's not like they're making any money off of it so, it's actually, that's just kind of totally false, and it doesn't make any sense. It's like, they clearly don't understand how piracy really works out over the internet. Piracy, in my
0: eyes, isn't even stealing, you're just copying data, you know? it's. I mean, the thing it's is, there's already, taking there's much already laws against warrants.
4: piracy, and it's just, like, it's just like pointless to even impose something like SOPA or PIPA, when there's already laws against doing it. I mean, why why would it be piracy if it wasn't against the law?
0: Yeah. I mean I'm not saying piracy is right because people are losing out on money. I mean I'm definitely against piracy on indie material. I mean that that really gets on my nerves. But multi billion dollar companies, you know? i you know, it's kinda like borderline, you know. I mean I don't think that it's a terrible thing to do. I mean it's not right, but you know I don't know. That's just how I see it. Yeah, Ian just said piracy is stealing zeros and ones pretty much and now I've tweeted
4: I'm Very able well to
1: did. do that if soap had passed
4: yeah, no zeros and ones for you
0: <laughs>
1: that's pretty much what it is it's just it's, it's almost like sh- sneaking yeah, in protect the kitchen when you're binary. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like when you were little you know sneaking in the kitchen stealing some cookies from the cookie jars. just you know sneaking to some server and stealing some zeros and ones <laughs> yeah from the zeros and ones jar <laughs> <laughs>
0: Except it's binary. not physical, Aww. you know? You're capping non-physical stuff. I don't know. Because, I mean, let's say that you have an action figure and you put it in a mold and make a new one. Is that piracy? Is that stealing, making a new one, and then maybe giving it to a friend? Is that... That's
1: it's called sharing, and
4: then people don't like sharing because they're greedy. Sharing games.
0: is
1: caring, unless it's AIDS <laughs> or <laughs> some other STD. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... And I think my
4: main, my can be main problem...
1: Airhead,
4: my main problem with this whole SOPA and uh, thing is it's like our whole generation, at least, you know,
3: for the <gasps> yes! most
4: part, is,
0: we, we live there. on this. And it's just like, we can't do that. Our generation
1: has grown up on the internet.
0: The oh, internet you know, is the
1: backbone the of our generation. Rate. If this this is just look at the suicide rate from all us, you know, nerds who are like, well, there's no reason to live without the internet. Pretty so, much. end it all. End the suffering. Science basically, a, lie anyways.
0: a metaphor for this would be, you know, the internet is our backbone. And basically, by censoring it, you're kicking us in our back, paralyzing us. Exactly. I mean, I'm not saying I can't live without the internet. I'm just
4: saying that my life it? has kind of been developed from this... And it's just the way
1: we are and the way we continue to be. Yeah, I'm not I honestly saying I can't live without the internet to. either. I'm just saying I can't live without the internet.
0: <laughs> I seriously wouldn't be able to. I've had internet addiction since I was
1: like five years old. Uh, I think it was when I was four, maybe.
2: <laughs>
1: like, let, let me remember. One day I discovered porn. No, I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I remember my parents getting mad at me when I was like five years old, you know. Get off the computer, you're spending way too much time on it.
1: You know, uh, I remember my... Uh, I my mean, parents and grandparents, I, mean, I always uh, tell this story occasionally. Where basically it was my brother, but uh, he was like four, and he was showing like one of my grandparents or something how to like he was helping them with their computer because he uh, understood it way better than they did. So he's like four years old here, and he's sitting on the computer trying to uh, teach them some stuff with like the internet or something. Mm-hmm. And I just that story is like, well, yeah, because we kind of grow up with internet nowadays. Yeah, my. My aunt told me the other day, you know, she's like, I
0: remember watching you when you were little on the computer, and you were doing stuff that people at her work didn't even know how to do, and she was like, holy crap.
4: (laughs) And, and like, you can imagine that this uh, this Sopa and Pepe is, like, an FCC for the Internet. But the thing is, the FCC kind of came in right around the same time that, you know, like, TV literally just started. So, I mean, it wouldn't be a big problem if it started when the Internet started, but the Internet's been around... For so long, you can't
0: just change things like that. You know? Yeah. I mean, they already censor movies, they already censor books, they're already censoring TV, they, they censor everything except
1: the internet. The internet part is of our freedom. What they do, though, is like what they did with WikiLeaks. They cut off uh, pretty much all the funding, like all the American funding that, the, uh, that WikiLeaks could get. So, like, PayPal and. Uh, I think it's like MasterCard, American Express, all this other stuff like that, they are basically boycotting WikiLeaks. So WikiLeaks is kind of struggling now, simply because uh, the US government doesn't like us knowing what they're actually doing. And, of course, also, uh, the fairly cheesy uh, getting Julian, whatever his name was, in jail and everything, with some really old lawsuit that, yeah, just, it's all kind of ridiculous, but the US government basically, we don't care if you're in a completely different country, and you weren't even American at any point in life We'll still try and find you Get you Scary shit mm-hmm.
0: The whole idea of a revolution is very realistic I mean if you go back in time And go uh, Listen to what the founding fathers said They, they thought that th- we, we were going to have a revolution Every 10 to 20 years th- That's how they planned our nation to be it's just we never did that they wanted there to be a revolution every 10 to 20 years, so there'd be a rewrite. Because they knew that the longer a government is in-state, the more corrupt it becomes. So they well, wanted a new true, government yeah. every 20 years. So then it wouldn't become corrupt. How long has ours been here? Over 200 years.
4: Yeah, and the thing is, now this revolution is going to be insane, because of the amount of time we've been sitting here doing things.
0: And now we have much stronger weapons. For all we know, we could nuke the world. Yeah, and that wouldn't be good. No, that wouldn't be good, because then there'd be that no will. internet.
1: If we nuke the world. Uh... No, I, I, the cheesy joke just left my head, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
4: it, the whole thing is, like, it's not like they're just censoring, like, a TV show, like, or curse words. They're censoring communication. And it's just like, you can't censor communication like that.
0: Yeah, they can go under our emails and censor stuff, which is, no, that's that's a, that's a violation of privacy. It's just not even fair. No.
1: Oh, those nudes said you were getting sent from your girlfriend? Oh, oh sent. No.
4: <laughs> I think I, I was on Twitter the other day, and I saw Congregate posted this game. And it was like, well, you know, if we don't stop sober, we'll still have games like this. So I went and played it. And it was called Super Soba Bros, and it was just like a bunch of black we censored cards. You're just talking about that. Earlier. And it was just
1: great. And that's how
4: that's how would that
1: technically yeah. be? It's it's on the uh, hot new games like right now. If you go to congregate on the very oh, is it a flash game? There,
0: oh,
1: oh. perfect. No, I am yeah, definitely it's buy not it. even at all fun. Which I mean, that's kind of the point, I guess. But like, if you try it, it's kind of ridiculous seeing how crappy uh, games would be if they actually you know censored them all the time.
0: Yeah, I was gonna make a game for the Sopa Jam where you kill
1: lots of government officials, but <laughs> and then Brett's gonna be like one of the first to get arrested, but well, yeah, okay. pretty much. <laughs> it's worth it.
0: Go to a protest on Monday anyway. Might as well get arrested now before I go rage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's some good thinking, boy. Yep. Okay. Oh, Arrest me now before I kill someone. See, I can't call it a goomba. I just have to call it a uh, censored block that happens to move around and die when I jump on it. <laughs> I guess we are stopping racism, too, because you can't tell that you're Italian anymore.
4: <laughs> That's a good point.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm African, so I, I like making racist jokes. This is kind of a problem for me. Yes, Africans are awesome. Africans. Yeah, Plus, I can people. true. You know, like, if I don't get my way, I've just started saying they're being racist and they can't help but, you know. (laughs) You're like, what? No, I I love Africans and stuff. I'm like, yeah, damn right you do.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's not even something I've ever said. I don't say that about racist people.
0: Hey, you know what we should do? We should upload a second version of this. Censored. Oh, that's a good idea.
4: It will kind of just sound like, you know, white noise the whole time. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Actually, uh, Brett, I hate to break it to you, but it has to be Indie censored, because, well, that's how we do things here. Oh, Indie censored?
0: Yeah, yes, like this in is function. Indie... Indie... <laughs> is, you know, haha, <laughs> that would be awesome.
1: Indie, and then just, you know, the censoring marks, like, oh, whatever that thing's called. You know, like, in the comics, how they have, like, all the weird, like, random symbols, instead of a curse, something like that. <gasps>
0: we should have done that for our website, Damn it!
1: There should be another blackout. <laughs> We need to update our website anyways, yeah, so we do. all you people who are thinking that our website's total shit, well, we'll get around to it. And I made that rhyme, so you know it's legit.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: definitely. If all right, so not. we've
0: been on for about an hour and 15 minutes now. This has been
1: our longest broadcast to date. Um, I'm actually when something shocked how long this day, is. I can imagine why. <laughs> The best part is, Brett probably forgot to record this. Oh, so. crap! Oh, my God! No, I'm just kidding. Um, I did
0: start recording it about 20
1: seconds in, just because I was like, oh, hey, I should probably record this. So Yeah, oops. he's always you know, good about being late to start recording. Yeah, pretty can much. He's always counted Brett to start late. Better than
0: the preseason, I, like, started it three minutes in. <coughs> but, yeah. It, that's just something that's different about... Re- doing it live is that I always forget to press the record button, but we always record it. And
1: if not, you know, our 1,000 mics. If not, we can't always just talk about it on live radio, and then waste more of your time, if you're still here.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Alright, so yeah, it's been going on for 1 minute, 13 seconds, and 35 seconds. Or and the 13 only music minutes. we
1: had during the show was 30 seconds of silence. Yep. <laughs> a good way to go out. It's more like 20 seconds, actually, we had to trim it down a bit. Yeah. Make
4: sure when you end this, you end it with a large, like, annoying beep sound, essentially. <laughs> Sorry, right.
1: SOPA, you know, they got to us. Yeah, they got, they, they got to us, <laughs> I'm
0: gonna cry if I wake up tomorrow morning and our whole website's gone. But, oh well.
1: You said too much about SOPA, now we're screwed.
0: Yep, pretty much. The FBI
1: is gonna we be at my names. doorstep. <laughs> with the stapler. And grab me and put They only me on the know wall. the general area of the United States where we live, though, so it should take a while.
0: Hopefully. Midwest. Hopefully. Brett Hudson ends. isn't my real name. <laughs> Actually, Brett Hudson isn't my real name.
1: I know. So, haha.
0: Uh, my real name now. is Herman. What?
1: So. Herman Jones? That's such a know, good name. last name, it's just Herman.
0: Oh. Yeah, my first name like, is Brett, that, though. This is my real name. <laughs> yep.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah, I Actually, just changed my don't last don't name. It, my bad. My last name used to be Hudson when I was up to 7th grade. So, it got
1: changed when I was about 12. But and now, his full name sounds gay if he uses his real last name. So, I know. <laughs> Wait, do you write Hudson as your last name on like school assignments though?
0: Uh, no. Teachers get very confused. And one time I ha- I actually had She just alternate every day. So, like, oh, it's an A day, let's write Hudson. And I then did B that. day, it's so really B teachers, right? Your other name. I did that once, and my teacher had two different people. They had a Brett Hudson and a Brett Elias, and, and he didn't and she didn't notice.
1: Right, that just it was like every other lesson. assignment. <laughs> now they'll find
0: you. <laughs> it was terrible. She's like, oh, I've been putting you in as two different people. I'm like, wow, you're retarded.
1: Yeah, I, I wasn't copying off him. It wasn't plagiarism. Nope, nope. Chill, chill. I didn't kill him? What? <laughs> Where are you getting these things from?
0: Alright. Well, um, thanks for all those that are still listening, and... If you are, you probably have no life, but um, <laughs> hopefully don't
1: you. Either. But that's okay with we don't us. Feel bad. <laughs> we love you.
0: Hopefully, you downloaded this to your MP3 or something and listened to it via that.
1: And hopefully, I... that was the first time you heard someone say "I love you."
0: All right, um, we're gonna wrap this up quick. Um, there's not really any music. I might edit some in later, but you know how lazy I am, so. Um. Thanks for listening to Indie Radio broadcast number nineteen. Thanks for everybody that was on the show as well, including Ian Jones, um, Mike Leroy, Luke Escued, Connor Hart, and Rami Ismail from Vlambeer. Um, we really appreciate you guys supporting us and listening in. And hopefully this show will not be
1: censored. And um, we hope that you have a great weekend. Have a good time. Five some days games. before they force us to take it down. Download
0: it now. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Download every episode that's available. Not all of them are available because we're redesigning the website right, right now and a bunch of stuff doesn't work. But, um, yeah, thanks for listening in. Uh, we hope to see you again in two weeks, which will be, like, February... February... Let's boot up calendar. February 4th. Ooh, lovely day.
1: Well, you guys can just not be lazy and go check yourself. Alright. No. Yeah, possibility.
0: Also, the magazine might not be released tomorrow. We don't have a designer because both Zach Harmon and Chris Little have been really lazy, so I'm sorry about that. But, but that's, that's nothing new, so. Yeah, pretty much. They're always lazy. Mm hmm. But we, should, we should have one by February. So, <coughs> we need people on our team. Join. Alright. Anyway, enough random rambling. This has been really long, and I need a nap. So, uh, thanks, thanks for listening in. Including me. thanks for listening in and we'll catch you next time thanks